Good evening, welcome to Left, Right and Center. I'm Vishnu Shom on the program tonight. At a time when there's a social media trend asking people to boycott the Maldives after derogatory references to the Prime Minister by three Maldivian leaders, the President of the Maldives, who is now in Beijing, has appealed to China to intensify efforts to send more tourists to his country. President Moise has referred to China today as the closest ally of the Maldives, remarks which would be a matter of concern for New Delhi, which has plenty of worries over China's increasing presence in the Indian Ocean region. All this at a time when opposition leaders in the Maldives say that they disagree with the president and what his perceived anti-India stance evidently stands for. Next on the program, India's aviation regulator flags a concern with the Boeing 737 MAX aircraft in service with three Indian airlines at a time when there have been international headlines over an Alaska Airlines aircraft which had an explosive decompression on board during a flight which resulted in an emergency exit being blown off the aircraft. Fortunately, the plane landed safely. The incident in India is not related to the Alaska Airlines incident, but the regulator, the DGCA, has said that in the course of inspections, a washer was missing in the critical tail assembly of one of the aircraft. That inspection had been ordered prior to the Alaska Airlines incident, but the fact that this washer was missing from the rudder assembly is a matter of concern. Why? Because there are airlines which have a lot of concerns with Boeing at this stage. For example, United Airlines, one of the largest airlines in the world, they've said that they found loose parts on multiple grounded Boeing 737 aircraft. This is all bad news for Boeing amidst concerns on manufacturing standards of an aircraft that had a poor safety reputation, something Boeing has been trying to fix. And finally, we bring you special interviews with some of India's finest sports stars, our Arjuna Award winners this year. But first, our top story. The situation, India and the Maltese appears to be getting somewhat tense, some would suggest, not only because of the ongoing war on social media with so many objecting to the remarks made by certain Maldivian leaders about our Prime Minister, but also the visit of the Maldivian President to Maldives, uh, to China, where in fact he's appealed to China to increase their number of tourists coming in and has also said that China is the closest ally of the Maldives. After the three deputy ministers of Maldives government made derogatory comments about PM Modi, the Maldives government moved quickly and distanced uh, itself from their comments, also suspended all three of them. But now there is a political storm brewing over uh, this uh, controversy and the leader of opposition of uh, uh, Maldives has demanded that uh, there be a no confidence motion against uh, President Moizu. Now, uh, there is another MP who has said that the foreign minister should also be questioned about his failure to handle the situation. All these three uh, people, all these three deputy ministers who made uh, such a uh, comment should also be questioned in the parliament about uh, the things they have posted on uh, social media. So now uh, this, is, uh, this has become a big uh, political issue there as well. At the moment, President Moizu is uh, in China on a five-day tour and uh, this is also being looked at his, uh, close, as uh, his closeness to China because uh, usually 
country. Traditionally, the president who was uh, elected his first visit abroad is uh, to India and Moizu has uh, been trying to, uh, uh, to show his distance from India and he, he has also uh, uh, moved away from India first policy of his predecessors and uh, uh, he has asked Indian army personnel to be moved from India. So this all comes, this controversy comes uh, soon after all this has happened even uh, earlier in the relation and this uh, uh, now uh, Maldives is also in a damage control mode but the uh, but the industry which is most affected is the tourism industry, which is the mainstay of uh, Maldives' economy. And the tourism industry uh, has been issuing statements uh, saying, uh, distancing themselves from these uh, derogatory statements and welcoming in Indian tourists. Because in 2023, almost 11% of uh, tourists in Maldives uh, were from India, almost 2 lakh uh, 10,000 tourists were uh, from India. But in India, there, there are like social media trends which, which are saying boycott uh, Maldives. However, However, no, uh, no big minister here has made any comment on uh, this, uh, uh, this, uh, de these derogatory remarks. Uh, uh, although the High Commissioner of Maldives was summoned to uh, Foreign Affairs Ministry here, but the fact is that uh, diplomatic decisions are not made on social media trends. So both the nations are important to each other. Uh, Maldives, for Maldives, India is a big and closest neighbor, neighbor which has uh, come forward in every difficulty. And for India, Maldives is a strategically located neighbor which is also very important. Well, we're going to uh, just see where the uh, the relationship with the Maldives presently stands, and uh, you know the opposition concerns about what the president is doing. I'm joined by uh, Mikhail Nasim, an MP in the, in the Maldives, Harsh Pant, Vice President uh, for Foreign Policy at the Observer Research Foundation, Dilip Sira, former Ambassador of India, Dr. Subhash Goya, the Chairperson of Aviation Travel and uh, Tourism Committee uh, of the Indian Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Dr. Goel, thank you very much for being with us. Um, Mikhail Nasim, is it your belief that the president is moving away from an India-first policy to a China-first policy? Um, yes, I think so. I, and I think uh, he has made it amply clear from his actions in the recent weeks. Uh, and we are very worried that uh, we are leaving behind a legacy of having a very balanced foreign, foreign policy approach. And the reason we have had an India first policy in our country is because we realize where we lie geographically and where our mutual interests, uh, be it security interests or other strategic interests, they are intertwined with our neighbor. And that is a stand we have held for years. And it is very uh, worrying that uh, President Moise and his government is uh, refusing to, first of all, uh, issue a formal apology regarding what happened. And also, there is a conspicuous delay uh, and dragging feet when it comes to uh, sacking the people involved and who are senior government officials who uh, should be, uh, whose views should reflect the views of the government. But we have so far not seen any of this happen. And we are, as a country, as a people, very worried. Uh, about the deteriorating ties uh, between our country and India. Um, Mikhail, uh, is there any movement within the opposition uh, to, to challenge the ruling government politically in your parliament? Well, we are doing what we can at the moment. And uh, the recent weeks uh, has seen uh, a number of MPs leave uh, the opposition party to uh, join uh, PNC, Dr. Moy's party. 
And uh, regardless of that, we have put forth a request to the parliament to summon the foreign minister. And we are also summoning the deputy ministers uh, in question to the Foreign Relations Committee in the parliament. And uh, there have been uh, individual remarks from uh, politicians as well as uh, political parties in the Maldives regarding uh, their uh, uh, their desire for impeachment. But, however, we have not seen a systematic effort from the opposition yet uh, towards Mikhail, that. is there any clarity at all on why uh, any party in the Maldives would want to move away from India uh, to, to, to China? I mean, we've had... We are culturally the same, historically the same. Uh, there's been a lot of Indian investment in, in the in the well-being of Maldives, your economy, etc., etc. You know, uh, there's yes. so much. Why, why, why the why the sense of the urge to move away to China in the first place? Well, I think uh, it was actually a rhetoric, empty rhetoric that was used to win an election. And they had been doing it for years and they needed a cause uh, to rally behind and that was anti-India. And they have been spewing uh, anti-India sentiments and anti-India rhetoric in the Maldivian political sphere for quite some time now. And I think what we are seeing now is the culmination of all of this. And it is not shocking at all to us, but it is very appalling. We are very saddened by it and uh, we would like to resolve this issue as soon as possible. But I do believe in my personal view that in order for this to be resolved and for us to have closure, it is important for the government of Maldives to issue a formal apology. Uh, Mikhail, what do people in the Maldives believe as far as ties or the, uh, with India or the, or, or the relationship with, with India is concerned? How do they view it vis-a-vis -vis the equation of the Maldives with China? Well, uh, I think it is undeniable that we have had uh, mutual relations with regard to culture, with regard to, uh, you know, uh, tourism as well, uh, more so than uh, we have had with China uh, in recent years. And uh, the age-old relationship between India and Maldives is time-tested. And it is not a very recent or uh, new uh, relationship that we have yet to experience. It is time-tested and India has always been a reliable ally and, ally and uh, who has come to our uh, rescue in our time of need whenever we have uh, yes. asked of them. And uh, I think it is important that regardless of the change in administration or the government, we maintain uh, age-old ties and we maintain our balanced foreign policy approach. Yeah. Uh, Ambassador Sinai, you heard that uh, Mikhail Nassim is, is an MP in the Maldives, uh, opposed to the change in the policies right now. But the fact that you've got the Maldivian president uh, you know, praising the Belt and Road Initiative, referring to China as their primary ally, would this not send alarm bells in India? Well, it is uh, certainly very reassuring to see that there are leaders in the Maldives who oppose this uh, uh, rather ill-advised ill -advised policy of President Moizu. Uh, and that is the ray of hope that we have, that our relations with Maldives will not be uh, severely affected by this uh, by this move of President Moizu. Now, a neighboring country of India, you playing the China card on India is not new for us. We have seen this happen time and again. 
where uh, neighboring countries feel that they can uh, play the China card on us and extract concessions or try and get concessions from China. Uh, it's a little odd, though, that at this point in time, when, when China's BRI program has actually come in for a great deal of criticism, not only among uh, some certain Western countries, but also from the countries that have benefited from this uh, BRI because of the debt trap that they fall into. Uh, and also China's uh, uh, economic problems that have been that, that we have seen, uh, which has led to the reduction in the BRI program. So if President Moizu feels that this is a time for him to turn to China, then I suppose he'll, he'll soon come to grief. But as, as far as we are concerned, I think I, we have sent our message to the Maldives, both at the level of the government and the social media. And I think we should now let it, let it sink into them and let us wait and see what their reaction is before trying to push this matter any further. Harshpant, um, is the solution to uh, what are fairly profound geostrategic plays, is the solution to that people getting angry on social media and saying, I'm not going to visit the Maldives? Well, you know, I cannot uh, take social media away from uh, diplomacy today in today's world. Uh, but certainly, I think uh, it has amplified some of the uh, some of the questions that were already uh, in, in place even before this particular episode, I think, uh, you know, came to the fore. Because ultimately, the question that, that everyone has been asking and everyone has been interested in India, uh, at least those who were interested in India-Maldives relations was where is uh, this, you know, this uh, government of Mr. Moizu going with its India policy, with its China policy. And I think, uh, uh, you know, as uh, Mikhail was uh, was underscoring, that they have been campaigning on this for a very long time. The whole India out campaign, uh, etc. was very evident that, you know, there is a certain anti-India a dimension to the very uh, you know uh, to the very political campaign that that it was launched and then of course the victory and and its aftermath but what tends to happen is that you when you when you start governing there is a there is a grain of seriousness that comes and there is a reality check that happens and i think that's when uh, perhaps the assessment was that once that reality check happens we will see uh, temperance we will see uh, you know a greater degree of maturity and that i think so far unfortunately has been missing yes exactly As, yeah. At so many I, I, levels. At so many levels. And I think, you know, uh, we are both democracies and, and to expect that something, if you target the leaders or if you use certain kind of language, that is not going to reverberate in today's day and age across, uh, you know, the, the spectrum, across social media landscape, across, um, you know, communities. Uh, that is also, uh, you know, a bit being deaf to the realities of today. Sure. So I think uh, for democracies, particularly for open societies, it is very important to recognize those challenges and therefore to tailor your approach and be sensitive to those aspects. And I think in this particular case, we have seen a kind of tone deafness that has really been staggering in some ways when it comes to this particular yeah, episode. I and I think it, it is going to have reverberations far beyond just the strategic dimension, I'm afraid. Dr. Subhash Goyal, um, uh, you know, I mean, statements made by various Indian travel operators highlighting how Indians are no longer interested, apparently, in going to the Maldives, um, how the numbers of bookings have come down, etc., etc., doesn't that really feed into a frenzy uh, which doesn't necessarily serve our interest? It doesn't serve the interest of our neighbors. We are extremely close to the Maldives historically. What does any of this, what does any of this lead us to? No, uh, we are close to Maldives and uh, during COVID, I had organized uh, along with my other colleagues in the tourism industry, a meeting of the Maldives uh, Minister of Tourism 
and we have organized all the big tour operators more than 150 of them for which we allowed maladies to make a presentation and uh, today maladi benefited from it now we don't want any credit from maladies uh, we did it out of uh, our love for our neighboring country and uh, and they earned more than a billion dollars from indian tourists now we we don't want uh, any credit but we will not tolerate any country you know abusing india or abusing our prime minister or ridiculing him i mean that is something that no patriotic and self respecting indian would tolerate from anyone or any country and any country that does it i know uh, government and diplomats and external affairs will take their own time in uh, diplomacy but one thing we would like to understand today indian tourists have a power we are the largest spenders in singapore in malaysia in thailand in uh, switzerland in uk so indian uh, outbound tourists have a lot of spending power and uh, maladies cannot take us for granted uh, and therefore uh, rightly so uh, i personally felt very bad and very hurt uh, and uh, therefore i issued the statement and uh, not only me but all all our members said that no we have to issue a statement and lot of our members have stopped booking my company strip travel has also stopped selling maladies at all we used to combine maladies with sri lanka now we say that you please only go to sri lanka and if you have to go outside then mauritius is so there what's are you acting on uh, is that a request that has come to you from the government of india that you no. restrict bookings oh. to maldives or you don't allow oh. it to go through there is there is no request from the government of india but then on In what basis mr goel are you uh, presuming that your actions benefit indian foreign policy isn't the government best no, place to decide that not, it may not benefit indian foreign policy but it will definitely send a signal and i have got a few calls from top uh, leaders of the tourism industry in maldives that uh, they are not uh, with that statement i said then okay then you request the government officials who had made these statements to apologize no but then see, why should people in the maldives for example be suffering on the basis of crazy statements made by a few leaders well uh, i'm not saying that uh, they are going to suffer forever uh, indians are the indians are only 11% and there are tourists from other countries in the world who do come to maldives and before covid india uh, maldives was not dependent on indian tourists In right. fact, now the president of the Maldives, Mr. Goel, is has uh, has uh, Dr. Goel has is in Beijing, where he has appealed to the Chinese, please increase the number of Chinese tourists who come to the Maldives. If we have fewer Indian tourists there, aren't we feeding into exactly what the Chinese want, opening up a vacuum but, for more Chinese but, to come in? Maldivian people and people who are in tourism industry know all over the world. that china has volume but they don't spend you see we have much more chinese going to thailand than going to uh, southeast asia but still we are the number one spenders uh, in these countries because uh, large families and the amount of shopping that indians do uh, i mean today even in countries like uk and uh, dubai and even uh, uh, in uh, switzerland indians are considered the number one shoppers Right. So, so there, there there is a certain power that 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 Indian tourists yes. with our, I I take yes. that point. 
and we must exercise that power sure. in a larger national interest right uh, again in in larger national interest uh, ambassador sinha should travel agents or those representing the travel industry uh, be those who decide what national interest is and therefore unilaterally take steps to deny people the right to book in the maldives or say that this is the right thing to be done because of remarks made by a couple of leaders who are frankly insignificant given the history of the relationship between india and the maldives well i won't say that uh, what uh, the people of india do or what industry in india does will be insignificant for the maldives india is the largest supplier of tourism to the maldives there are so many other ways in which india is extremely important to the maldives so i think the message did need to go and i think it has gone in the very fact that the uh, that the tourism industry of the maldives has criticized the government shows that the message has sunk in and that is what is important that the message has gone in both from the government which was extremely sober and correct and from the people which is obviously in the social media there has to be a bit of overreaction a bit of uh, uh, arbitrariness as well but the important thing right now is that since the message has gone in and people in maldives have got the message i think we should now wait and see how it reacts to the situation before pushing it any further ahash pant the final word to you do you believe that this is the correct way of doing things of uh, uh, of civil society members industry bodies deciding what is right to teach the maldives a lesson is this the way diplomacy should be practiced Sure, I think uh, you know uh, the the issue here uh, might just be that we live in an age where you cannot separate the two. If your diplomacy is large part being conducted through various uh, means of technology, then I think they will come into play. Whether we like it or not, uh, I think that's beside the point. I think uh, in some ways, uh, given our closeness, and I think given the the, the realities of India Maldives, the closer we are, the more I think it will be important in some constituencies. The more hurt you feel. So if people are feeling more hurt. Uh, because we, we, this these this is maldives you know we, we which we consider very close to us and i think the reaction would be equally severe and i think bodies uh, organizations uh, in individuals also i mean we have seen celebrities taking a stand i think that is this is going to happen increasingly and and diplomats will have to take that into account now i i think that the ball certainly is in the uh, is in mali's court particularly in mr muizu's court that how he shows uh, that he has understood the gravity of the situation and how we can manage it and take it away from the bring that that we seems to be moving towards and his his remarks certainly in china don't help but there are also reports that he's he's planning to come to india that there are some reports that he he might be uh, coming to india and i think that would be a, a good sign to at least show that he he understands the situation and he's doing he's he's willing to take some remedial actions i mean so far he has not shown that uh, in 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 more but ways than that to the contrary yeah Yes, exactly. So there are bigger issues at play here, but I I hope that uh, that gradually there is there is there is a greater understanding, and I am uh, and and leaders like Mikhail perhaps also play a very important role in the in the domestic political right. landscape there. All right. Well, look, I'd like to thank all of you very much for for joining us on on you know a thought provoking discussion, not based on anger or hate, uh, but perhaps uh, based on understanding that the Maldives remain a very close partner, and perhaps that relationship needs to be put back on an even keel. How we do that. is perhaps the concern right now